Okay, so, okay, so, okay, so, can the natives speak? Let, let, let the natives speak. You, you are now on the block with the natives. We got the receipts. Yeah, y'all can play. This is a barbershop. I'm right here. I'm at the barbershop. And I keep the same energy every time. The same energy. What's good, y'all? This your boy, Amin. This your boy, Ovi. And we got another episode of Native Speaks for y'all where we discuss art. Culture, theology, while giving a voice to the voices, man. What are we talking about today, Ov? All right, so I was having this conversation with some fellas, man. Probably like a couple weeks back, man. Right. Um, we were talking about uh, pastor salaries, uh. and there was a little bit of concern that they felt that pastors shouldn't be paid too much um, in regards to they feel like if they start getting paid too much, it might corrupt them in a sense, or they may lose their way. Uh, um, you was talking to some brothers about talk, this. Talking to some brothers okay, about this, man. Okay. We were just having a genuine conversation about it. And I was just like, I was on the other side of things like, man, I don't know if I feel that way. Like, I like when I think about the office of the pastor, it is a very tremendous work that they do. Right. I'm, I'm not talking about the swindlers. Right. You know what I'm saying? The ones who just do whatever they do. They just come collect the check. They give a little sermon on Sundays right, that's right. not even theologically accurate. <laughs> and then they just they just steal from the congregation. I'm yeah. not talking about that. But the ones who really pour out their lives, who really do their job right and uh-huh. really have a heart for the Lord and a heart for God's people, they should be compensated uh-huh. in, in a way that allows them to focus on those spiritual on things. His ministry, because if yeah. you think about what a pastor does, I mean, first of all, a lot of these, a lot of pastors have families. Yeah. That's one thing. Right. On top of that, they got to worry about your family. Right. And that's in your family's spiritual well-being. On top of that, they got to, they got to try to prepare a message for you every Sunday. Right. And, and then on top of that, running a church from the day-to-day issues of like that, whether, you know what I'm yeah. saying, making sure the lights stay on and everything like that. The last thing that I feel like a pastor should have to worry about or you should want your pastor to have to worry about is finance. It's money. You know what I'm saying? So like, they so when you and your brothers were talking about this, they were um they were just saying that pastors shouldn't get paid too much because they think that first of all if they get paid too much, it can go to their head a little bit or or, yeah. or too much money could start corrupting them. So, too much money could start corrupting them. And then I think too it was a thing of what about members in a congregation uh-huh. struggling and the pastor's living good. Right. Right. And I get what it come I get what it coming from on that because it kind of looks like oh the pastor is gaining money from everybody in the congregation meanwhile the congregation struggling yeah but every but, but my rebuttal to that is that every pastor's salary is not going to be the same yes, of course exactly. it's going to be it's going to be congruent to their congregation because if you got if you got twenty members in your church you're probably not making that much the church the church's not yeah. making that much right you know what I'm saying but if you got a congregation of two thousand right you know what I mean or something like that whatever the case may be. I'm not mad if the pastor's making 75, 100K. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially if he's a pastor that really pastors. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because like, there's a lot of pastors that don't pastor. pastor. That, that's, that's, there's a lot of preachers There's a, there's a lot of pastors. pastors. And I think that's where that hesitation comes from because when you start seeing, and I don't mind throwing names, when you start seeing the Creflos, uh-huh. the the Paula Whites, right. you know what I'm saying, right. the Kenneth Copeland, right. you start seeing Jesse them. Duplantis. Yes. Talk about, if y'all, if y'all seen Jesse Duplantis, Duplantis lately, he's been getting roasted in the media because he got on on TV talking about that he need a new private jet and, and yeah, much uh, like Creflo Creflo got that jet you know that the one that Jesse Duplantis wants no not the one of Jesse because you remember a couple years back he said he needed 65 mil to get his jet because his last one broke down 
even though everybody else fly Delta. You know what I'm saying? My my God can't do that. You oh know, he my needed gosh, for the Christian, man of God. He, a, he needed for evangelical Jesus, purposes. Jesse the planner said the same thing that he got to go and do the mission of God. That's why he needed this private jet. Yeah. It's, that's but Creflo's members have actually got it for him, man. He asked for 300 from every member. That's crazy. So he yeah. got that jet. That, so, so that so that that, fr- that kind of frames why a lot of people feel iffy about having a conversation to their pastor making making a pretty too much good money. Salary. Yeah. But my my only thing is, man, I I just I feel like this, especially like let's say for instance, let's throw a salary a number out there like seventy five k. Right. Right. Especially in reform circles where we preach so much about, or even expect most of the time when a family member gets married uh-huh. or people get married, right. A lot of times the husband's working, the wife is stay at home if they have kids or whatever the case may be. So a lot of reform circles push that, right. push that idea. So you got to think about it. Most families are living off of one income. Yeah. Right? And so the pastor's not going to be much different. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So if he's if he's living off of one income, how, how do you expect him to do what he's doing? And two, we actually really live in a society where— we actually, our society now really dictates that you probably need two incomes to really be to really make re- it, really make it or be decent. <laughs> right. and most and most families in America are surviving off a of two household income. Yes. Both the mother and the father yeah. are working, right? So well, if you, you have a stay at home mom, then yes. the, the father really needs to kind of be making two, two incomes, two incomes and his one. Yeah. And his one. Yeah. So basically, a lot of times, and when you look at what a single person makes on average, at least here in the states, at least in Florida. It's around twenty five, thirty five k. Yeah. So a pastor's making seventy, sixty, or seventy five k a year. He's basically making what a household would bring in anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a crazy number. Right. You know right. what I mean? And more than likely, his wife is staying at home raising right. his kids. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Homeschooling because that's kind of like what we tell cats they need to do. Which is a whole family, nother problem. Which is but... another another situation <laughs> in and of itself. So not only do you want this man to not really make that much money. You want him. You don't want his wife to work either. Right. You want him to homeschool his kids, and you want him to bring in what thirty five k, yeah, feeding five kids. Yeah, that's it's not good. it's 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 possible. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but don't get mad when you know what I'm saying you you your pastor is very is very irate at times. Yeah. You know, a little belligerent. You I know, think it's hard. Stress written. You don't want your pastor feeling like he got to go and get a part time job at Walgreens. Because we because he ain't making because he can't make the bills exactly. you know he can't make the bills but this is the thing too I think I think that especially within reform circles we uh I, I actually we we are very much so against like prosperity gospel prosperity uh, yeah. uh false prosperity theology in a sense um, and I think that. We also, though, don't like to talk a lot about money. I think that reform circles don't talk a lot about money a lot. Um, um, I think and Christian camps in general, in general don't like to talk about like, money yeah, and outside think, of the health, wealth, and uh, prosperity uh, uh, Yeah, camps. outside, and which is crazy because, yeah. again, the Bible talks about money a lot. Jesus mentioned money um, a lot. But this is the thing. Uh, I think one of the things, it's so crazy how much, especially us in like these reform circles and circles that are real heavy on theology, how much we're against like the whole mega church idea or the whole idea of your pastor making a pretty good salary. But the majority of the people that we have looked up to 
come from churches in which, first of all, they would make a good salary. They come from huge. If y'all, if people didn't think that that John Piper's church before he retired as a pastor was a huge church, that church is huge. It is. John Piper's church is big. <laughs> R.C. Sproul's church was big. I've when been to R.C. Sproul's church. It's, it's incredible. It's yes, it's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cathedral, and it takes a you lot of man? money to to run a church like that. Um, and and when you, you think about uh, Francis Chan, or when you think about, and, and I know that it, some of y'all probably got bad stuff to say about Francis Chan, but I'm I'm saying you think he about he gives most of his money away. He, yeah, he, he gives most his money lot. away. You think about a Matt Chandler. When you think about like a lot of these churches, especially reformed churches that have multi sites, and we can get into that. I know that that's yeah. a whole debate about if a church should have satellite campuses and stuff and like that. that thing, but yeah. if your church is big enough for you to have satellite campuses, chances are your church is bringing in a good amount of money, yeah. and your pastor is not making. Uh, you're not paying him a hot dog and a bag of chips to, to pastor the church. And I think that the the thing is though, we we have this timidness to talk about pastor salary and how much a pastor should be making because we are uh we have been abused so much by that that by the swindlers you know what i mean yeah. and we've let the, the kind of the swindlers frame the narrative but the thing about it is dude i don't know if y'all know this and i'm not trying to put people's business out there in the streets i'm not going to do that i don't know people's salary but if y'all think that john piper is worried about paying his bills then you have another thing coming, and that's not necessarily because he's taking money. A lot of these cats are not necessarily taking money from the church anymore, but if they have books and stuff that they have written, they are making enough money to be able to really not have to worry about finances for them and their family. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're not balling. They're not like driving, you know, making Ferrari money, but they're making enough money where they don't have to worry about finances. And I think that it would behoove us as a church to make sure that our pastors, if if we have the means, yeah. can 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 have a salary that's good enough for them not to worry about finances. Yeah. And I know, you know, and, and I know what people the, would say as a rebuttal to that is that, well, John Piper writes books and things like that, so he doesn't have to be a burden on his congregation. The fact of the matter is, though, even if money. he didn't write books, but his congregation is big enough for him to make, make the same the amount of money that, that he still needs to make. Book. And then two people got to understand, though, at the same time, most pastors aren't blessed with that type of influence where they can right. write books and, and, that and, get and published and, and, they can make a and for make them. Um, Tons of money that way. That is their, very true. their salary is going to be mostly based on what they get in the congregation. On top of that, probably working a job to make ends meet. Right. I, I know a lot of pastors right. that had jobs on top of, you know, working at doing what they did at the church right. just to make ends meet. You know what I mean? My, like, and, and, and if y'all don't know, my pastor, we, we actually just as a church got to, got to the place where we can make sure that he's not bivocational anymore. But yeah. my pastor, Pastor Daryl Williamson, was bivocational for a very long time. And it it literally shocks me about it it, it it really kind of like confounds me how he has had the bandwidth to be able to work at a really good corporate job and be like a a, a big guy there and work more than 40 hours a week, but then also pastor our church full time uh, do what he had to, like meet with meet with us whenever we need to be meet, uh, met with uh, uh, counsel couples counsel individuals teach Bible studies after church teach Bible studies during the week being able to uh, uh, have like uh, uh, meet meetups with the men visit people in the hospital pray with them visit family preach at funerals like he was doing full-time pastoral work also at the while also at the same time doing a full-time job as a corporate guy and a head corporate guy at that so that is a lot 
like that that takes to a toll ask. on a person and that's a lot to ask and we knew as a church we were like if he's doing if he's working this hard as a pastor now with a job full-time job imagine how much he would be able to do if he didn't have to worry about that full-time job but we as a church had to make sure that we we assume the responsibility of being able to and this is not something that necess- that he necessarily wanted that wasn't he was not involved in any of our conversations about his money about about what he would get paid uh, our pastor didn't come to any of those meetings that was for the church to be able to sit down and decide and we wanted to make sure that we decided that he was making enough money to where he could kind of make what he was making at his at his previous job or close to it and where he wouldn't really have to worry about finances because I do think that it is important that uh that pastors and elders can just focus on eldership and I think that even though this doesn't have to do with money, I think about the mindset that the that the that um, the leaders had in Acts when the when when the uh, controversy with the Hellenists broke out, and he said, "Brothers, we we can't like really tend to this and 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 kind of you know." you know, serve in this way because yeah. we have to worry about the pastoral. Yeah. So I think that there there was a sense in which they made it clear that we have to really be able to focus on the mission of God. And I think one of the things that can get in the way of that is if you have to worry about your finances. And if, if, if the church has the means to be able to pay their pastor handsomely, if he's really pastoring... Sorry, I think that was uh, my ring came off. Um, I got skinny fingers. Uh, so I think that if you're... I'm talking hands. I know, right? Talking hands everywhere. If your pastor's... <laughs> If your pastor, if your pastor is really pastoring, and he's not just a preacher, because me, like what OVU was saying, that there's a difference between the pastor and the preacher. Like if you just come to church and you're preaching on Sunday and going home, and that's all you do, yep. then I don't know if we should be paying you. If you should be getting paid 70, yeah. 60, 70, 80, a hundred thousand dollars. But if you are pastoring, like if you are up all times of the night being able to, to to serve your members if you're if 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 you are involved in all of your church meetings if you are if you are if you are meeting with people counseling people uh uh praying with people uh um involved in how the day-to-day operations work at the church and you're and and, and you're doing things like that you're evangelizing you are you are giving your money and your time and your energy to people for the work and the mission of God then I think that you should be able to get paid yeah. for that Unless, and I and I think that that's what the Bible says yeah. that a work man is, is worthy, worthy of his hire. And then park, park a little bit. Just going back, like, a lot of pastors do counseling, man. Like, yeah. I know people who do just that. Right. And make a decent wage right. for just that. Their license, not, on, yeah. not only are pastors counseling families, counseling individuals, um, trying to restore marriages, like, yeah. they got to worry about their own right. on top of that. You know right. what I'm saying? Worrying about their kids on yeah. top of that. Sometimes even giving monetarily with to people in the church that have need. Right. You know what I mean? Or helping raise funds to that. Right. Doing stuff in the community. And then they preaching on Sundays. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, right. this, like, it's crazy because we don't we don't get mad at the doctor for making a hundred thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say because you, know you said something like that before. Did, Speak man. to that. Because the thing is, you gotta think about it, man. Doctors pretty much profit off of our sickness, right? You know what I'm saying, right? They 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 help us with our well being, help maintain our well being. If we get some type of ailment, mm-hmm. they help with that surgery, whatever the case may be, and they get paid hundreds of thousands. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they go to school for a very long time right. to be able to do what they do, but we're not mad that they're making that type of money. Most Because quali- we understand we the work. We understand the work and we understand what it entails and we understand how important that is. Uh-huh. Pastors go to school, qualified pastors them, yeah. go to school for very long periods of time. We're right. talking five, six, seven years. Some of them are masters, PhDs. Yeah. Some of them are still in school now. Some of them are still in school now doing that. You know what I mean? To be able to be a shepherd mm-hmm. for the people of God. And the thing is, I just think, I just think honestly, we don't hold our spiritual wellness 
to the same degree that we hold our physical wellness. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the reason why we may look and say, a pastor don't need to make that much. He's just preaching to us on Sunday. Right. This man is pouring into your soul. This man is pouring into your life. This The responsibility that a shepherd has, it's one of the reasons why. And people ask, I, I've been told, man, Ryan, you could be a pastor, all this, da 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 da. So I don't want to be a pastor. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, people I have said don't, this. I don't yeah. want People that, have said the same listen, thing to me, man, but I don't want I that don't kind of responsibility. Want, I don't want that kind of responsibility because when you talk about what that job entails to do that job right, to right. be a yes. real person. And you're talking about a real, a real pastor. A real yeah. pastor. That that's not that's not something I would I would wish for yeah. because the, the I don't think it's something that anybody would wish, wish for. That's why I think pastoralship is like being a pastor is a calling. It is a calling. Something that's placed on you. Like, by and, God. I, and I tell people all the time, if I ever became a pastor, best believe God drugged me there yeah. kicking and screaming. Likewise. You know what I'm saying? Like so an angel gonna literally have to come down and say, Hey Ryan, thus says the Lord. You Likewise, know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I'm be like, You for real? Like can I talk to him myself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still gonna have some questions. Right. Like, God, are Hold you on, serious? the Lord might have to tell me that you know himself. Like, bro, I'm sorry, because, Michael. Yeah, hey Mike, yeah, yeah, I know you up there, G. Yeah, I know you see him every day, but yo, he's gonna have to come down he and say to, something yeah, to me. Because this is wild what you asking me to do. Like, God's people crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I gotta deal with them. Man, listen, that's that's a lot. Lot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so for someone to take up that mantle and then do it to do it correctly, do it with a earnest heart, do it with a, a shepherd's heart, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, and I think one of the things too, and I know a lot of people deal with church hurt and they've dealt with pastors misusing misusing that that stance or misusing right. that influence. Man, one of the things that we have to be mindful of too is that we have we have to judge we have to judge them, man. We gotta look and see if this is somebody that should be in this position. And right. if they're not supposed to be, don't don't yield yourself to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you find a pastor that is really has a heart for people, and you can tell, man, because it's gonna show. It's not just they just not they're not gonna just talk well. Right. They're not just gonna they're not just gonna say hi to you on a Sunday. Like these gonna be the cats that you can call and they they come. Or there's testimonies from other members in the congregation how this pastor has helped them in right. their lives. Like you're gonna be able to tell the real ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so those ones are the ones I'm talking about. I don't mind them making making a decent wage. Bro, I don't mind if my pastor made $100,000 a year. I would not mind because they need that. They need it. I think that they need it, and I think that if you have a pastor that's really pastoring, and 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 then he's gonna have a giving heart. He's gonna have a generous heart. I remember one time, um, just a personal story. A long a long time ago, this is a long time ago, uh, struggling on that college salary. Um, I remember I was having like some car trouble, um, and I was just trying to you know scrounge my, my my old little salary together at the time and, and trying to get my car fixed because I had like this very it was very expensive. I can't even remember what was wrong with it. And um, I remember one day my pastor called me out of the blue and he was like, "Hey man, I heard you was having some car trouble," and I was like. Yeah, I don't, who did you hear that from? I don't, I don't, you know, but he, just, but he knew it, mom. and he was just like, "Look, bro, I, I understand, man. I know like it's hard, and cars could be expensive and stuff like that. So don't worry about it. We got it. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you got to get done, just let me know how much it is, and you know we'll cover it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that if you have a pastor, you have a church that's, that that looks out for their members like that, right? I wasn't even asking the church for help. You know, he didn't even have to so- seek me out. Um, but I think that it, there's nothing wrong with paying that pastor that kind of money. And I think this is the th- other thing, though, too, is that if the Bible says you shouldn't muzzle an oxen that shreds out grain and the labor mm-hmm. is, is, is worth his, his wages. This is the thing. Pastors, real pastors labor very, very, very hard, ridiculously hard. And I and I understand like the 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 uh 
the nature, the terrible nature of, of comparing church to a business and comparing the pastor to a CEO. So I would not say that the pastor is a CEO, but he really mm-hmm. is like a CEO, though. Yeah. If you really think about the way that he works, if you really think about the responsibilities that he has, it might he actually might it actually might be uh, harder than being a CEO because he's literally responsible for shepherding people's souls. It's not souls, just like a man. you have you have like a, 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 a like a, a a list of workers that you're responsible for, or you have an enclave of workers that you're responsible for that you can just hire and fire, even though you shouldn't really be that ruthless as a, a as a boss. But I'm saying that you have a person that's responsible for shepherding people's souls. You I, and and I, and I think it's just about I'm just using the example of my pastor, like. I've been with my pastor when he's gone and visited people in hospitals, when he's gone and visited members, members, families who were in hospitals, gone to nursing homes and had devotionals with people that were in there that were sick. And and and, and I've seen him do the, this work like that. My, he does a lot of things that people don't know. He'll ne- you'll never know. You'll never know the stuff that he does. He'll never advertise it. And, and, and it's not really for him to do, right? But if you have someone that is dedicated to the work of God that way, if you have pastors that are dedicated to the work of God that way, and there's a lot of other pastors that do that as well, um, then I think that there's nothing wrong with making sure that he gets paid for the kind of labor that he does. If you, you got a pastor that's putting in hours and hours and hours of study time for sermon prep, that's just sermon prep. If he's putting in hours and hours of counseling people, hours and hours of meeting up with people, Bible study preparation, uh, 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 going uh, if he has to do stuff like he's going to conferences, doing workshops, pouring into his his, his congregation, uh, 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 bringing on other people that can help pour into the congregation, being involved in all of the, the administrative stuff that's going on with the church. There's a lot of responsibilities that they have and for somebody to put in that much work getting up early going to sleep late for us to only pay him pennies and a dollar when we can pay him much more than that i think would be i think that 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 would actually be a misstep on our part as a congregation i think that it's our responsibility to make sure that he is taken care of because he takes care of us in a sense uh right and i think that he he has a huge responsibility before god that a lot of us don't want to shoulder that responsibility um so i think that it's i I think that we have to kind of get off of the 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 we we have to not let the swindlers and the abusers of the the finances uh, or the financial piece inside the pastoral role kind of run and dictate how we see finances in in, and and I think the and big the and I think the bigger thing is, man, we gotta find instead of instead of being like pastors shouldn't make that much money, you probably need to go to a church with a pastor that you feel is worth that type of money. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's right. probably that's probably that might the be problem. Why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel that way? That might just be the issue. You know what I mean? Like there and 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 there's few there, and there's few and far between. There's not it's not a lot of them. But when you find but the ones that really treasure the work of God that really just want to see God glorified right. through their service, through their work, that really have a shepherd's heart. Right. And you can see it, man. Like, I, I know when I'm in front of a person that God is blessed with a heart for people. Right. You know what I mean? And when you see that, you don't you don't tarnish that or you don't take that for granted. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't think money is something that should get in the way of them being able to do what they need to do. Right. You know what I mean? So that's 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 just how pay, that's pay just your, how I feel. Pay your pastors handsome, pay, handsomely, pay him, man, man, if you can. Him, and man. and I think that it's not even about celebrity. I mean, we could it's not even about celebrity pastor culture, but I know like a lot of people that I, I mentioned were celebrity pastors, but we, we all we know too that it, it the if the, if a pastor really truly has a heart for the kingdom of God, then no matter how much money he's making, um 
he's not going to be a person that's just acquiring this money and, and trying to spend it upon himself or squander it upon his lust or move in a, in a way in which his character shows that money is what he prizes, right? That's why I mentioned who I mentioned earlier. If you think that John Piper, if you think that uh, 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 Francis Chan, or if you think that like uh, R.C. Spro or all of these cats were hurting for money, they they, they, they are not. But these cats um, love but God. You'll, but they love God, but you'll never see them move in such a way in which money is something that they esteem. Exactly. And, and and I think that those are the people that deserve that kind of money, yeah, right? And, and a lot of things what people gotta understand too, money don't change people, man. It just reveal who they are. That's true. That's it. That's true. Money, money will change. reveal who you are. Yeah, man. money ain't gonna change you, man. Yeah. If you're already a person that that is that is really hell bent on materialism, then more money is just gonna make you even more hell bent on materialism. Exactly. It's just gonna it's just gonna expose it's just gonna, up. It just gives you more avenues to be who yeah. you are. Because there's a lot of us that's that have stuff in us that lie dormant until we get money. Exactly. And I've seen that in myself. I'm not saying that I'm balling or nothing like that. I'm yeah. just saying that like I've seen as I have um in my life been able to make more money, right? Then of course uh, now I'm making more money than I made like in high school, right? Or or college. Um, that it has exposed some underlying stuff that is in my heart that I didn't know was there. You know what I'm saying? Especially it, 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 me being transparent, I struggle a lot with materialism. Cash, I struggle cash a lot real, with cash, stuff. Cash real cool and humble, yeah. man, when they ain't that got money no bread, will, that, Yeah, That money you know will reveal saying? it to you, man. It's you, facts. Yeah, you get so, that bread in, man, now all of a sudden you, you change. All of a sudden you start, you actually start being who you really are. Yeah. It's not that you change, you just who you really are. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because now you can be, you can flex now. Right. You ain't got to answer nobody. Right, right. Where'd I get my money right? You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. But I uh I think that you know the moral of the story is man, I think that the I, the, I, I, the debate that 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 him and him and the bro, and the brothers was having about you know um, pastors getting paid money. I, I think that we should not have a problem if you have a real pastor and we can pay him a decent salary, man. Um, uh, even if your pastor is making six figures, I don't think that that that's an issue, especially yeah. if that money is money that he is pouring back into the kingdom, right? Yeah. And and I think that that's the question is how is one using their money? We always say that you can tell what one values by the way they use their money. You can tell what one cherishes by the way they use their money. And I think that um, your pastor should be being paid in a way in which he doesn't have to sit down and on top of all of the other things that he is thinking about if he's really pastoring, like like the the flock that he's shepherding, the things that he has going on in the church. I just don't think that he should really sit down and have to really think about how is he going to pay his bills and and how is he going to pay his yeah. his medical bills and if his know, wife is sick. I don't think that he he should have to worry about those kind of yeah, things. And he I know just a lot of people his, his mental energy to the work of God. Yeah, and I know a lot of people probably feel some type of way talking about it too because what about what about congregants who are struggling financially, right. but the past are good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can understand how people can feel some type of way, but again, man, like, you, if you're struggling financially, man, you don't necessarily have to be given to the church like that if you really don't got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not, like... You or you're give giving a, beyond your means. Yeah, don't be out there giving beyond your because means. Because we saw what Jesus saying? said about the lady that put the, the the penny in, that she gave all that she, she had, had, and that's why she gave more than the dude that came in and put the bankroll in. Like, yeah. I think that the, that giving is about the heart, and our giving exactly. is really about what we, what we are saying about God and what we are saying about one another. And I think that God honors a cheerful giver um, whether you have a little or whether you have a lot. And um, and the Bible makes it very clear that you're not supposed to give under compulsion. So if you're in a church that's making you feel like you must give yeah. under compulsion, then then, then you, that's probably, you, that's probably, probably not what you church you want to be giving your money to. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, so keep keep that in mind as well. Like I know, because I, I think that was one of the points too, man. It's like, yo, what about all these other members that are struggling, man? Yeah, you might need you might need a better job, man. Cause again, a pastor a pastoral a pastoral job is 
is worth they're worthy of that hire. You know what I mean? Like you 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 working at KFC or whatever the case may be, it ain't it ain't the same, G. You know what I mean? Like the pastor the pastor role is a role that is very impactful. It and, is very important and very taxing. And very taxing. <laughs> it's worth it's worth what they get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Working at KFC, whatever the case may be, you just don't have the funds. But again, a good church man, they're gonna help you where you can't you, where right. you need to get help that. Right. And at the same time, be be working to get get yourself up. You know what right. I mean? And I know another rebuttal people probably throw out is too, because you do see times in uh in the New Testament where Paul mentions that he got jobs right. um in order to not be burdened to the people. Right. But also remember Paul said too, he said that it is not wrong for me. To acquire funds of you for what I do, you right. know what I'm saying. And also just, remember that I, Paul was a traveling missionary. Exactly. But Paul <laughs> also realized he was like he looking at he looking at the funds of the people around him and like, all right, y'all broke. I'm not gonna ask nothing to y'all. I'm not gonna be a burden to y'all. I'm gonna go get a job. I'm gonna go do something yeah. on the side to make my make ends meet while still feeding y'all. And so, let's remember that Paul was the one that said that you shouldn't muzzle the ox and and, yeah. a, and a worker's worth is higher. And, exactly. And that so, Timothy. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul so, I understood mean, that pastors should be paid. Pastors should be paid and again it is going to be and it is going to be a coming upon the congregation of what their means is if you if the con- if the community struggling more than likely that pastor probably not making that much right you know right what I'm saying? and then we understand but, that exactly. but i think that it's, it's like ov says it gets back to the heart you yeah. know what i'm saying if you have a community that's struggling we understand that your pastor's probably not gonna be able to get paid handsomely um and we but, but it's about the heart it's about that if y'all weren't if we weren't struggling right we would he would and i think um yeah i think that it's it, a, a workman is worthy of his hire your your pastor if he's really a pastor he is putting in way more than 40 hours a week his job is a 24/7 job yeah. and if and if that's the case then we should pay him like his, his yeah. job is a 24/7 i know job. i know plenty of pastors that that are get up in the middle of the night with a struggling per, struggling right. individual get up out they sleep you know what i'm saying no leave their wife in the bed and yeah. get up and be like hey what's up no we doubt in my mind you know what i'm saying i've no, seen yeah. it right. i've seen it I, and i don't know too many people outside of them that would that's do that. doing that yeah. G. you know what i'm saying like i, I have hey, no man, doubt in my up, mind hit me up in the morning man hit me up in the afternoon we can yeah. go get some Maybe, coffee yeah, or something just I, get some sleep and i'll call you in the bro, morning it's 3 you you wildin go 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 to bed you know what i'm saying go to sleep everybody's not doing that yeah i have no doubt in my mind that if i called my pastor or some of my brothers called their pastors at three, four o'clock in the morning, and it was an emergency that they, that he would get up out the they bed did. and be right there, man. They like, I, I, and I think that 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 is what real pastors do. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that is the kind of person that I'm like, we we he should be paid handsomely because not only do we appreciate him, but we want him to be able to continue to dedicate himself to the work of God. Because yeah. all of us know, all of us know how hard it is to balance a regular job and Thank life. You. And if you're trying to balance a regular job and ministry stuff that you're trying to do, it's very hard. And you know that if, if it were you, you would have you yeah. would love if you can just focus on ministry. Yeah. And and so if I'm if I'm the love my neighbors, I'm the love myself, if I'm the doing to others as I want done to myself. If I know that if I was in his position, I would want him to be able to just focus on ministry, that I want to try to do whatever we can do to try to make that happen. Yeah. And I think that um and I think that the the amount of money that your pastor makes. Is a, is a good conversation to have, and I think that you guys should pay them as much as you. I think that churches should pay their pastors, real pastors, right? I'm not talking about just preachers. I'm not talking about people that's collecting the check and just going home. I'm talking about real pastors that if a church can, they should pay them as much as they can. Just like you would want to be freed up if you were in that position to just be able to focus on the work of God, not have right. to really worry about how you're going to meet your expenses. 
Um, I think that you spoke to also about how even some pastors have had to some stop people, pastoring yeah, because they don't have the money. People have to stop pastoring. Rappers have stopped rapping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like anybody that's really tried to do ministry but realized that trying to do it at the same time, there is a financial burden in right. trying to execute what you're trying to execute. And at the same time, there's financial responsibility that you have in your own personal life. Right. It's very hard to do both. So to ask a pastor to be your spiritual guide to be your spiritual overseer, uh-huh. and then but then don't pay him nothing. Like you, you gonna burn that man out, you right? Yeah, I mean? and that's how a lot of pastors get burned find, out. You gonna have to find another means yeah. to take care of his family at the same time, trying to take care of yours. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so, it's so it's incumbent. I think it's incumbent upon us to really think about that. Like, man, how how can we if if we do have the means? Let's let's try to make let's try to make this yeah. a lot more easier financially for our over, overseas. And I think you know that we also need to understand our responsibility as a congregation because it's not the pastor's responsibility to come to us and say, "Hey, you need to pay me." That's yeah. not that's just and, 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 and if imagine you have a, how you're gonna take that and, when he say and that when too. he says that. And, and, and this is the thing: <laughs> if you have a real if you have a real humble pastor, he's probably never gonna say nothing about yeah. it. It's but it, but it's it behooves us as a congregation. That's why it's it's important for us to understand our responsibility as members of the church to be able to to support our pastor and do things like that. So I think that you uh, that's your responsibility as a congregation to say we all need to get together and decide to support him. It's not his responsibility to come to you and say, "Hey, I need support." If he has to do that, that 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 mostly probably means that you guys are not doing what you're supposed to do as a church. Yep. That we're not doing what we're and supposed to do. And you're putting him in a very and uncomfortable position. You're putting him in a very uncomfortable position. So I think that um I think that uh I I just think about one of one of my uh when we were thinking about what we were going to pay my pastor um, for uh, him, you know, getting out of being bivocational, uh, we we had came up with a with a with a uh, with a number, and another pastor uh, came to us, another solid reform brother. I love him very much, and I thank him for this. And he kind of rebuked us and said, "That's not enough money. You guys are not you guys are not paying him enough money. You're, the number that you guys came up with is not going to be a number that he's going to that he's going to." actually be able to be cool with in which he doesn't have to worry about how he's going to pay the bills for his family so you guys need to do better than that and he really pushed us as a congregation to, uh, to assume the responsibility to pay him um, in a way that will really free him up to not have to worry about finances and be able to just focus on the work of God and I think that God used him to do that and I'm glad that he did so I think that it's it's like OV Citizen coming upon us to do that you don't want your pastor to have to quit ministry and go sell insurance not and and, 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 and that's not no, what he wants to do exactly. you know what I'm saying so I think um, I think that we need to we need to uh, we need to really think about that, and we need to really make sure that we are doing what we can as a congregation to pay our pastor in a way in which would allow him to be comfortable, so that he can actually sacrifice much at uh, or in the work of God every day. And I think that we'll, we'll probably touch on another episode later on our responsibilities as church members, our responsibility as congregation, yeah. um, and that'd be a good thing to talk about. But hey, man. Uh, good episode today, yeah, man. man. Um, we love y'all, man. Uh, this has been Native Speaks. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Native underscore Speaks on Twitter. We love Instagram you. Instagram as well. Oh, yeah, we Instagram. We going there. Native Speaks. Be faithful. Be humble. Be a Native. We love you. Yeah, yeah. I don't see how people drink coffee black, dog. I don't see how people drink coffee, period. I don't know how y'all boys do it. What's wrong with Obi Face? E-I-U!
Didn't know they had COVID. If I was watching this live PD last night, dog, y'all have live PD is so good. Should have went to Duncan. Yes, dog. It's live PD. It's so good. It's literally live. Like they 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 stream yeah from different counties. One of the counties that they follow every episode is Pasco County, dog. And they did, and they and and what makes it so much better is when you watch it with live PD Nation on Twitter, and everybody be talking about what's happening. Yeah. Dog, it is so good. Oh, it's so good. It's way better than cops, dog. Huh? Is it in the cars or in the station? No, it's like a show. You have these people in the studio like this with live PD, and it's like two police officers and a guy, and they go to different like streaming. Like they they be like, we're gonna go with officer blah blah blah. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. They'll be like, we're going to go to officer, we're going to go with officer Hernandez in Pasco County where he, she just pulled over, da 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 da. And then to go to that, and it's all a live stream. No, it's a guy no, there, but it's live streaming. And then so then they'll, then they'll go from that store and be like, okay, we're going to go to officer Johnson in Gwinnett County. So like, dog, they did. It's, 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 it's like Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. They do different places, but they always have Pasco County. They always had Pasco, and they did this one with this white dude, dog. I don't know if his name was Jeff or something like that, and everybody was on Twitter going in, and me and my wife was like, bro, if this was a black man, dog, this man would be dead, bro, but he was so funny. He was like on the trailer park, and he was like, he was like cursing the police officers out. He got in this trailer. He was talking outside of his window. He was like, get off my day, grass, and the officers was like, I'm not on your grass. It was like, it's a funny show, dog, but- I was I was gonna mission live PD for something. I, I now I can't remember what it was. I was gonna say something about it.